I'm Liza Poor. I'm Mike Pulasic. <laughs> Every week we randomly pick two movies from our DVD collection, watch them, and discuss. When it's all over, we can only keep one. Two disc center. One disc leaves. This is DVD, DVD Deathmatch. Nice. I feel like we did it. One take. That was solid. Yeah. Crushed it. Killed one, it. One take us. Only took 12 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Great. For us to nail the thing that's written down in front of us. Not counting the bonus episodes. Or the intro. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hello. Hi. Welcome. Welcome to the middle. The middle of our spooky month, right? Yeah. We already halfway through. Yeah, so we've done two. This will be the middle. This is the middle. Then there's two, two more. Two more to go. Wow, this is going by so quickly. It is. I hope we get to watch um, some great movies before it's over. I know. It's like we only have four more chances. Yeah. So. Yeah. But you know what? This week was great too. I don't want to like make it sound like we were disappointed with this week. Was it? <laughs> was it great? Okay. All right. All right. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, Do we have any topics at the top? I don't have. You know, I we. You know what? Here's a topic at the top. Love to rec. hear it. Love to hear it. So, sometimes we watch DVDs not for the podcast. What? A little crazy. And on Sunday night, mm-hmm. because it wasn't a school night, this because of school. Indigenous Peoples Day. Yes. We had. Uh, a little movie night with our daughter and yeah. watched The NeverEnding Story on DVD. Oh, man, you guys. It holds up. It holds the fuck up. Like, I was kind of expecting. Yeah. We're watching, we're doing that a lot. We're watching a lot of movies from our past. Um, you know, we have kids, so we're watching all of the, your Dark Crystals, your Labyrinths, yeah. your, you know, your Disney movies, what right. have you. Sure. Um, and kind of slowly introducing her to them. Yeah. And yeah, never ending story. Some of them, it's like some of them you watch and you're like, oh, well, this is all problematic sure, <laughs> and yeah. terrible. Or, oh, this is clearly just nostalgic and not actually good. Right. But never ending story is like. Good. Yeah, really like, good. Actually good. Really good. We yeah. watched so we watched, yeah, like you said, Darkest of Labyrinth, but like also Return to Oz. Yeah. Which she was like moderately into. Yeah. I think I hyped it up as like, oh, this movie's amazing. Yeah. It's so dope. <laughs> she was like, okay. But this um, one, yeah, she was yeah, I think a lot of them have been met with that kind of like, okay, cool. Yeah. Like she's happy to watch them, but she's more excited about the popcorn than the movie. Right, yes, <laughs> definitely. But this one was great. She was very excited to watch it. She was very into it as she we were watching. Singing it. the song while she mm-hmm. was brushing her teeth. <laughs> yeah. It was great. It was great. And the movie was just like fun to watch. It's like crazy. There's so many yeah. awesome practical effects and like it yeah. I guess it was the most expensive movie made outside the u.s at the time or something really like that. i didn't know that and it you can see it it's like they really went all out with those those effects and it looks so cool and like the story's insane but not as like incoherent as i rem- as i thought it was gonna be yeah yeah yeah, it was yeah. Like, oh this is actually a really cool story and like really interesting and it's like it, and this is how it's gonna sound really dumb but like it, it's a fantasy movie that like i feel like really fulfills that like yeah fantasy 
Yeah. Um, So it was great. In a cool way. Yeah. It was fun to watch. Immediately crying about our tax. Our tax. Like, I was like, I was prepared for our tax. I was not prepared for how soon in the movie it happened. Yeah, right. It was very Um, early. But, uh, but yeah, I was legitimately anyway. weeping. Anyway, right. ne- hot wreck, never hot ending wreck. story. <laughs> it holds up, that's all. Not, you know, sometimes you talk about other movies we've watched. It's what true. Else did I watched this true. week. I watched Black Christmas on the Criterion Channel. They have a cool 70s horror collection. Cool. Another hot wreck. Cool. That was very good. Love Never that. seen that. Watched Dead Again, which is a thriller from the 90s starring Kenneth Branagh and Emma Thompson. Wow. Really holds up. Wow. Really very stupid, but holds up. I watched Enola Holmes. How was that? It was actually kind of okay. It was better than I thought it was going to be. Let's say that. I thought it was going to be absolute trash, which I love. No, no Tino shade to absolute trash. Sure. Um, but it was kind of a little bit better. I mean, you know me. I'm a, I'm a bitch for Sherlock Holmes stories. So, <laughs> You know what? I've always said that about you. I know. People are like, oh, that's your wife. What's she like? I'm like, well, she's a bitch for Sherlock Holmes stories. Yeah, that's it. That's it's on my resume. That's um, it. Anyway. Anyway. (laughs) Should we talk about this week's movies? I guess. I guess. Okay, our movies this week are Paranormal Activity 3 Mm -hmm. and... Scream 3. Scream 3, 2 threes. The classic Classic 6. Classic 2 threes. Um, This was... I mean, you know, good a good matchup, a good threes matchup. Sure. Yeah. Uh, let's start with our with our paranormal let's activity, with, shall we? Let's start. Let's start. Let's start. Let's start with paranormal activity three from 2011, directed by Henry Juiced and Ariel Shulman. Ariel Shulman, not a girl or a mermaid. Someday we'll watch another movie directed <laughs> by a woman. Maybe we'll see. Someday we'll see. Um, in 1988, young sisters Katie and Christy befriend an invisible entity who resides in their home. Well, that sounds nice. It sounds lovely. Invisible entity. I love an invisible entity. Um, it's not nice. It's not nice at all. It's very not nice. Um, so obviously this is the third in the paranormal activities. How many are there total? Do you know? There are five. No, there are six. So we have seen paranormal activities (laughs) one through four. Okay. Then there's Paranormal Activity, The Marked Ones, and Paranormal Activity, The Ghost Dimension. Okay. Neither of which I've seen. Right. Um, but I do remember seeing the first Paranormal Activity. Oh my God, me too. Theater. Yes. Shout out to our friend Kevin. Hey, Kevin. What's up, buddy? <laughs> um, so we, it's the three of us. We go to see this movie. And again... Lies is like, I'm scared. I don't like scary movies, but let's go see Paranormal Activity 3. Or just the first one. Yeah. Paranormal Activity 1. 1. It was and not called Paranormal Activity 1. It was not called Paranormal. <laughs> it was just called Paranormal Activity. Um, and I remember feeling like, oh, yeah, like coming out like, oh, yeah, that was scary. Like, I felt that. But it was maybe the beginning of my like, okay, I'm like a big kid now. I can handle scary movies, yeah. you know? And you were felt the same way. I feel like you were like, oh yeah, that was like scary. That was pretty good. It was a good solid movie. Yeah. And our friend Kevin, Kevin, we get to the parking lot, and he was like, <laughs> so uh, it, it's it's probably like eleven thirty at yeah, night. Yeah, like exactly. We saw like a late one too. Yeah, like it wasn't like, like midnight, an afternoon. Yeah, midnight something like that. And we get to the parking lot, and he's like, so um, what's going on? What are we doing? What's what's happening? <laughs> we hanging out? And yeah. we were like. 
we're going we're home. Tired. We're, we're gonna, gonna go to bed, buddy. Yeah. And he, he was like so scared. He, he didn't want to go home. He out. did live by himself, to be fair. Wow. Yeah. At the time. Yeah. So like I get it. If yeah. I was going home by myself, I'd be freaked out. Too. Yeah. I'd that's be like, right. can I sleep over? <laughs> he did not want to go back to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um But that's like very so and we always talk about chicken foot. Yeah, because there's footprints in the first paranormal activity yeah. that look like a chicken's foot, I yeah. guess. Anyway, I have such a distinct memory of seeing paranormal activity. Do not remember seeing any of the rest of them. No. But I we definitely, we definitely saw did. this one before. Yeah. And this is a prequel to the first two paranormal activities. They go yes. back this goes back in time to the 80s. So we're let's do a qu- very quick synopsis. Right. So so the first movie centers around the one chick and and the whole thing with the paranormal activity movies that makes it so scary for me anyway is that the so it's it's your typical like haunting like there's some sort of entity uh that's poltergeist like, situation. Yeah, but like clearly not like a chill cool one or like a prankstery funny joke one, like yeah. one that wants to do harm. Right. Um and the whole thing with these paranormal activity movies is that it Spoiler alert is that it turns out the 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 thing that is being haunted is the person and not like the, the house. house. Yeah. So like for me, I'm always like, uh, move, just move. Like I, right. I hate to tell you this, anything freaky starts happening in this house, we gotta go. You can't move. You can't move away but, from yourself. Exactly. Um, so the first movie is the one sister. The second movie is the other sister, right. but as adults. And then the third movie, we take it back to the beginning, baby. Right when they were kids. Yeah. And see how it all started. Yeah. And all of the paranormal activity movies, I assume I haven't seen the last two, are mm. found footage movies. So yes, they are all movies where it's like they. It's a lot of cameras that are being set up around the house. Someone mm-hmm. just got a new camcorder. Someone just, you know what I mean? Like that. Right. Kind well, of in thing. the first two, it's like, you know, cell phone times and I think camera cell phone times, right? I don't remember. Because Paranormal honestly. Activity 3 is, is 2011. Right. So it's like so, 2007, 2008 yeah. for Paranormal Activity. I'm not sure. So they're all found footage movies, is the point. Yeah. And, um, they get the first one especially got so much mileage out of just like long static shots Ooh. of you know that the premise is that people start to realize there's a haunting going on in their house and they set up cameras to capture it mm-hmm. so you're watching a lot of that footage yeah and the first one i think you know famously cost no money to make mm-hmm. these all all of these movies cost no money to make right because but i would say they are very for me very effective oh yeah definitely i thought it was very cool with this one because it takes it back to the 80s where there's not you know it's not as typical at least at least to like for every family to have a video camera right Right. um but so they have to solve that problem and i think they do it pretty well it's like the guy so it's like a mom and the two kids and then her boyfriend yeah um is a wedding video videographer videographer that's not how i say it it's okay. Videographer's not a real word. Cool. It feels like, I mean, I know it is, but it feels like, come on. He's a wedding video man. He's a wedding um, video man. So he has all this equipment and stuff already because that's his job. Yeah. Um, and he does this really cool thing um, where, so he sets up cameras in the rooms, but then he's trying to talk over with his buddy, like, how do we get, like, the, his buddy's like, you got to get a shot for the downstairs. Like, that's, if anything happens down there, you've got a whole floor that you can't see. And he's like, well, how do I, I can't just, there's no good place to put it where you can see everything. So he takes apart a fan and puts and mounts the camera on the fan that, so it's oscillating. Yep. 
And they play with that so well. This thing yes. where it pans. The oscillating oh. fan is like, it's so funny to watch it because it's like a level up. It feels like you're watching like the first time, you know, how they talk about the first time you see like Avatar or something. Where it's like, <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, oh, they figured out a new like way to bring you into the reality or whatever. And you watch, they put a fucking camera on an oscillating fan. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's a level up to this entire premise, the entire format. Yeah. That is genius. Genius. And they play with it in such an effective way. Yeah. I, there just to s- say it, I really like these movies. Yeah, definitely. I really do. Yeah. I think they're like really well done. Yeah. I think they have some flaws that we'll get to. <laughs> but I think that shit like that is so much more like a, like a long shot. Mm-hmm. Sorry, long by like a wide shot, I should say. Yeah. That is like uncut mm-hmm. where you're searching for what you're supposed to be scared of. Yeah. And you're sometimes finding it and sometimes not. Or like seeing so... something out of the corner of your eye, your mind's playing tricks on mm-hmm. you. Yeah. It's yeah, so yeah. effective. I mean, this yeah. is the thing we talk about with The Strangers. Yes. Why it's one of my favorite horror movies. Yeah. And it's because that first half hour, you just, you see shit in the background. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's not like hidden. Right. It's not like, oh, I found it. It's like, hidden from the characters in the film, right. but you but see it. Yeah, yeah, it's happening in the background, and you're just like, oh. Which is like a weird, like, uh, fourth wall breaking almost. Which yeah. Which is interesting, because you don't really think of it that way, but it totally is. Yeah, it's like, why did that? that's only for you. It's right, only why, for the audience. Well, that's, yeah, why did that character step out there and then go away? Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, they did it so that I could see them. Right. And this is the same in Paranormal Activity 3. It's like, why was that ghost in the sheet yeah. standing behind her? Yeah. And it's like, oh, so that we would see it. But, I mean, I guess because the characters are watching the tapes afterwards. Yeah, there's that, there's, too. There's that. So so paranormal activity. But, but yeah, it's it's uh, kind of like what you were saying with uh, Saw, where you put you, – they've the paranormal activity movies, and it's not – they're not the first ones to do it. But the, the idea of, like, found footage, yeah. that puts a restriction on it. And you have to be creative and figure out how to make it work for for you. Yeah. And look at the brilliance that came from that for right. this movie. Yes. Right? Like I say, like the, the with Saw and like staying in the room and blah, right. blah, blah. Yes, they stick to their premise. Yeah, in like a um, really effective way. Yeah. This one's also got kids in it, um, right. which so is the, always going to be creepy. <laughs> the videographer is kind of the boyfriend slash stepdad character. Yeah. And the two girls who we know grow up to be haunted. Mm-hmm are two little girls in this movie and they all, and they live in the house with the mom and it's like, that's the situation. It's just like sh- weird shit starts happening. Yeah. And so he starts setting up cameras around the house. Yeah. And that's the whole movie. Yeah. But it is really effective. Yeah. And like, I think I actually, even within the paranormal activity franchise, I like this one a lot. Yeah, like, definitely. It's a great number three. Yeah. And you know, you would think like, Oh, prequel, like who cares? I yeah. don't, I don't need to see how this started. It's a fucking ghost story. Like, right. I don't need to see, like, oh, whatever, like, 20 years ago. Right. But they do a really good job of it. And They do. Yeah. yeah. Definitely going into it, I had kind of forgotten. I think we were both talking about this. We both remembered specific, like, feelings and, uh, like, didn't, didn't you, did you say you remembered the fan? Yeah. If you had said to me, what is something about Paranormal Activity 3, I would have remembered nothing except for the fan. I would right. have been like, oh, is that the one with the fan? Right. Which is crazy. It's an oscillating fan. <laughs> but again, I'm thinking about it like it's like 
one of the biggest advents in cinema history. Right. And it's like, no, it's a it's camera a on a fan. Yeah. And well, but and then I remembered the like open staircase. Like I remember it. So yeah. the girl's bedroom, it's like it's like up a staircase. It's like a loft bedroom, right? So it's off of the living room up a staircase but the it's like a half wall up there so that they can see down you know what i mean mm-hmm. and that's all i remembered from this movie mm-hmm. um so it's so going into it i was very much like oh is this gonna be bad but it wasn't it was yeah. really good and they were still like sticking to the premise which i thought was great yeah they do a really good job of degrading it because it's all supposed to be on vhs mm-hmm. they do a really good job of degrading yeah. it to the point where you're like okay i buy it mm-hmm. but not making it unwatchable you know not making it look like it's so much higher quality than it than it would be really but they like put a filter on it and it looked it's just a smart way that they did that i think yeah and i think that um oh you were uh oh you know what we didn't talk about real quick what is the fact that we do not own paranormal activity one or two we did well we talked about it last episode right you said it last episode but yeah we don't own the first one or the second one which is funny because i think we enjoy those movies, so it's I weird do. that we don't have them. After watching Paranormal Activity three, I was like, I want to watch. I want to watch the these. first two, yeah. And it's because I used to work at like a, a movie website kind of thing, and yeah. they there was you know a bin of DVDs that we got sent, and I would look at it occasionally and be like, oh, I'll grab this one, I'll grab that one, yeah. Um, and Paranormal Activity three was a freebie from there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, you know, great. Yeah. Love it. You were also monitoring your heart rate while we watched this movie? I was, because it's like jump scare galore. Like, that's what it is. It's jump scares. Um, but the thing that's cool about it, by the way, my heart rate was like crazy. It would like yeah. jump up, you know, 20 beats or something. <laughs> I was and... like, 20 points? Is it points? <laughs> it's points. This is the heart work on a point system? Every time your heart beats, you get a point. You get two coins. <laughs> <laughs> Bring. Um, uh, yeah, so... so it's it's super jump scary, but it also what I think is very cool. There's no music in it. Yeah, I wrote there's that down no too. No music, which is like brilliant yeah. because again, you it's know, great. like uh, and I think I've said this. Yeah, I think I've said this before, where it's just like um, music can control your emotions in a movie. So I, a lot of horror films use music to do that, and I think you can do it really well and you can do it really poorly. And this movie was like nah. No yeah. music. We are just going to scare you. And yep. they did it. At, like, yeah, it's cr- it's kind of crazy, mm-hmm. but it works yep. so well. Um, oh, the other thing it does that is a scary movie rule break that I feel like, again, has probably happened before this, but it's the first time I remember seeing it. And it was with the first one. But uh, scary stuff happening during the day. Yeah. You're supposed to be safe in the light. Yeah. That's the whole thing. That's true. And the paranormal activity movies are like, nah, fuck that. I remember that was a thing Kevin was really mad about. Yeah. yeah. In the like, parking lot. Not during the day. Yeah. He was like, no, that's like that's like a thing. Yeah. I'm supposed to be safe. Yeah. And um, this, these movies are like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. And I think that the reason I, uh, one of the reasons I really like this movie, and mm-hmm. I don't remember from the other ones, but I think it's in those as well, mm-hmm. is like one of the things that's really terrifying about them. I think this happens in a lot of movies, mm-hmm. but um, the thing 
the theme of trying to get out of a child what is going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously a kid talking to a ghost and that being creepy is like a trope. And yeah. I mean, we're watching Bly Manor now and it's like all <laughs> over there and it's in The Shining and it's in yeah. everything. It's everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you Google, in fact, if you Google, if you type into Google, can babies see or do babies see, it auto-completes to ghosts. <laughs> so that's hysterical. <laughs> cool. Great. <laughs> Everyone Wonderful wants to know what their kids are working with here. At. Yeah. Um, but this movie, watching it, was very effective, I think, in trying to get, like, the, the, the boyfriend, stepdad character who's, you know... Uh, like has a really good relationship with the kids Mm -hmm. like trying to talk to them about like what's going on you're talking to someone is that person abusing you that kind of stuff and that's fucking terrifying that's the real shit yeah that really like gets you in the in in your soul of like of where it transcends jump scares and gets into like oh this kid isn't telling me something and I don't know how to get it out of them Mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah definitely yeah I think the other thing that these movies do really well in general is so when you're watching a scary movie, there's almost always the point where you go call the cops. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't you call the cops? Why wouldn't you leave the house? Don't run up the stairs, run out the front door. You know what I mean? There's the logic point. There's always that point Mm -hmm. in a scary movie where the characters just all logic goes out the window and you're like, what are you doing? Of course you're going to die. That doesn't happen in this movie. There is no point. Like, they're just fucked. (laughs) I would say the next movie we're going to talk about is all that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, exactly. No, it's really, like, logically consistent within itself. And they do such a good job of of selling the idea that they would have cameras all the time, which is, Mm -hmm. like, a thing that you need for the movie to exist. And, you know, there's so many found footage movies, and I love them all kind of mm, <laughs> because yeah. it, like I'm just a sucker for it. Yeah. But I do think that some of them do a, a piss poor job of selling you on why this person has a camera on. Yeah. And these movies do a great job. They plant the seeds of like, why wouldn't these kids remember this as, as adults mm-hmm. like very elegantly, yeah. you know, way, way better than like, Hey, why doesn't, uh, C-3PO, remember that Darth Vader invented him in <laughs> Phantom Menace. You'd think he'd bring that up. Anyway, you know, like that kind of shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that I know we both think about all the time. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Keeps, Keeps me up. up at night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I just, I, it's a fucking rave for Paranormal Activity It really three. is, which is surprising to me, honestly. I, yeah. I will say some stuff I don't like about the franchise. Mm-hmm. So there's one part in this movie where... There's an earthquake and some dust falls. Yes. And, like, he's looking at the the footage and he sees the dust kind of, like, outline a ghost. That's what tips him off, that there's, like, some... That's yeah. the first thing that happens. And it's, like, clearly CGI. Yeah. It doesn't look great. It doesn't look great. Especially, like, supposed to be selling you on this is on a VHS tape. Mm-hmm. And I think that... Also, I remember this from the first Paranormal Activity. There's, like, every movie has just a little bit of, like... I think the I think the ending of the first paranormal activity, like the last thing you see, yeah, is like a CGI monster, yeah, you know, as like a jump or a scare claw or something, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think that it would be like to me, Blair Witch is the is the the gold standard for this. Of never 
of never relenting to that shit. Yeah. And I understand why they do it. Yeah. And I understand that there's probably pressure to do it. Mm-hmm. But like, I wish they, I wish they could just really not do that. I know. know I mean? And, and they don't, I mean, besides the dust falling on a ghost of some sort. Right. They don't really show you what it is in this movie, but there is at the end, it feels like it feels like they haven't quite solved the problem of how to end it as well as the entire movie does, goes because there's always so like the end and I remember this about all of them the end of this one it's like their grandmother is a witch or something yeah well they leave the house to go stay with the grandmother yeah. it turns out the grandmother and her coven are behind the whole thing right and they're trying to like essentially give these little girls. This is a huge spoiler. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. I don't know why I'm worried about that. I don't know. Um, give these little girls to the monster, which is the demon or whatever it is. Yeah, but... Th- but The it, invisible it, demon. It's just weird to me because it's like... there. It, it, it brings up more questions than it answers for me. Mm-hmm. Like, why wouldn't they talk to the... Mo- if it's like a coven of witches, why wouldn't they... It's her mother. It's the mom's mother. Yeah. So why do they just kill the mom? Because they're evil. I know, but like, no, but you I know, know what I mean. mean. I like, why mean. wouldn't they? Why does it? Is it like a weird like generation that yeah. has to be a generation skip? I don't know. Um, like, why wouldn't the mother be in on it? Essentially, there's a weird shot where the older kid is crouched by the stairs, yeah. and he goes over, and she turns around, and she's like scary face, and it's like okay, right? It's a little CGI. Yeah, like, and then but the way he dies is like pretty. The cool. way he dies is good, <laughs> and is clearly like obviously that's not really done he's like completely kind of snapped in half but it's done pretty well and i would be forgive that i think so another thing that i i wish i you brought it up earlier i think there's a reliance i think it doesn't trust itself enough to not do some of those jump scares yeah i think there's a couple moments that feel like oh we had to like there's a couple jump scares that happen where it's like okay you just felt like you needed to right or Someone comes through a door, mm-hmm. and it's like the noise of them coming through the door is insane. <laughs> it's like, boom. You know what I mean? And you're like, okay, that was just to make me jump. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so there's a couple of those that I think are cheap. Yeah. But, and I wish it didn't quite, I, w- I wish it didn't do that. But I will say, Paranormal Activity 3, loved watching it. Yeah. I think it's as good as the rest of the franchise, mm-hmm. which is great for a three. Yeah. Um, yeah, killer for a three because yeah. like that almost never happens. Yeah, it, it got my heart rate up, so it fan. worked. I'm yeah. a fan. Yeah. Okay. So talking about the actual DVD itself, very clean DVD, very clean menu. Mm-hmm. It's that font, Courier New. Um, there were a couple of trailers. Yeah. One of the Mission Impossible movies, love those. Um, and then a, a Transformers. Yeah, Dark <laughs> of the Moon, baby. Hey. But that was it. It was a free DVD, so there's nothing on it. Yeah. Um, Apparently, there are like directors, unrated directors' cuts of of a lot of the Paranormal Activity movies, and that feels another like another like studio cheap thing. Yeah, don't do like, that. Right. Where it's like these movies are not gonna have are like I don't know what an unrated director's cut is gonna lend you. Right. Um, unless it's like more scenes. Maybe, but but, but there's so, I feel like the movies are so. At least this one was so tight. It They're was great. They're really efficient. They're like 80, 90 minutes. Like, yeah. Oh, love it. Chef's oh, kiss. Chef's kiss to a fucking 90 minute movie, man. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I can't get enough of it. Yeah. Um, is it available streaming? Yes, actually. Paranormal Activity is available on Prime and Hulu. Oh, they are? For streaming. 
Oh. Yeah. I love this because it means that maybe the other ones are available there and I will watch them tonight. Um. All right, great. Paranormal Activity activity 3, we did it. That was it. Mostly positive review. Shall we move on? Yes. To number 167, Scream 3, baby. Scream 3. From the year 2000, solid year. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Why? (laughs) What? It's the year. It's a good year. It's a good year. Okay. Um, Directed by Wes Craven. Um, IMDb summary. While Sydney and her friends visit the Hollywood set of Stab 3, the third film based on the Woodsboro murders, another ghost face killer <laughs> rises to terrorize them. Yeah. What? <laughs> Just, that's a rapper. Yeah. Killer, so I made me laugh. Ghost face killer. So as we said last week, this movie. Very important to us. This was our special first. Special place in our hearts. Date in the year. <laughs> 2000 <laughs> what the fuck what the fuck um so yeah this was our first date do you remember it no you know what it was not our first date it was the first movie we saw okay in the theater i was together. gonna say our first date was like we didn't we go to friendlies or yeah, something we went to friendlies. and then we went to a park and we were sitting in the back of a car, and our friends left us there, and it was really dark. And then you were just talking to me about serial killers, and I was like, this is going well. I'm going to marry this. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we were children. So. <laughs> <laughs> we were. Um, um, yeah, I don't remember it, but you know what, though? I Because I thought thought about it, and I was like, I'm sure that I was very nervous and was not paying attention to the movie at all. So... Ooh. Isn't that sweet and nice? It's very nice. <laughs> well, you lucked out because the movie fucking blows. <laughs> um, so I'm glad that you weren't paying attention. Yeah, this movie's not great. I <sighs> love Scream. I love the first Scream movie. It's mm-hmm. I love Scream 2. Mm-hmm. I like Scream 4 a lot. Mm-hmm. Scream 3... I fucking hate it. <laughs> you do. You really do. It sucks. <laughs> and it's bad. You feel about Scream 3 the way that I felt about... What's that movie that I've already pushed from my brain? Kings. Three Kings. Three Kings. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, anyway. So, this is a Blu-ray because it, I it bought a cheap box set of all the Scream movies. Yeah. Um, it's a Blu-ray. It so, it is part of a set, right? Part of, a of set. one, two, three. Part of a set. We'll get there. <laughs> um, you pop it in. You get the Red Band trailer for the Saw franchise. <laughs> you get... Um, a preview for Scream 4, I think. Yeah, yeah. Preview for Scream 4. You get mm-hmm. a ad for like all the Lionsgate movies on Blu-ray. Yeah. Um, anyway, not that interesting. Um, so Scream 3, as we said, it's like Scream... Wait, 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 sorry, sorry, okay. before you continue. Yeah. You also get, uh, in the beginning, a disclaimer. The commentary provided on this disc oh, yeah. is an, are not the views of the production company. Yeah. And I'm just like, I wonder what happened. Because that wasn't always true. That wasn't. That's not on every DVD that you see. Yeah, I think it might be these days. But, yeah, now. But yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. I don't think it was always. Exact, I'm just repeating what you said. <laughs> Um, so I, I was, I just wrote like, what happened? I don't know what, <laughs> like, cause what could possibly 
Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know what you mean. Because obviously somebody a, said something and then somebody got sued. Yeah, That's how these things come right, about. If you see a warning, it means the thing happened. Yeah. yeah. So I, I would love to know what what know. that was. I anyway, good story. No, good. It's true. I don't know what happened. I don't know what, what who said what on a commentary track that was like So bad that they had to come yeah. up with a disclaimer. Exactly. Yeah. So Scream is a perfect movie about... Um, <laughs> A bunch of teenagers who get killed by a slasher in the 90s, but they, it's like the, not the first, but it's the first big one and the the most effective at a, at the time of like, oh, these characters who have seen movies before. Yeah. It's very meta. It's very meta. It they're, definitely like brought about the resurgence of right. the kind of like slasher horror film. Yeah. They're talking about movies in the movie and they're saying they've, oh, here's the rules of horror movies. Mm-hmm. They've, they're watching Halloween. They're watching Friday the 13th, like all that stuff. And it was like, yeah, that, you know, that track of Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, which defined the 80s and early 90s, had kind of died, or mm-hmm. at least was just like eating itself. Yeah. And then Scream reinvigorated the whole thing, exactly. Yeah. We already covered one of its spawn. We ha- did. Which was, I know what you did last summer. Yes. <laughs> um, and then, so Scream 3, meta teen slasher, or sorry, so Scream 1, meta teen slasher situation right scream two they go to college yeah and there's a movie in the movie based on scream one. Yes. Oh my god whoa oh my god. you're you're 16 years old in the 90s and you're like i've never seen anything so cool <laughs> also jerry o'connell's in the second one yeah oh, you gotta love him love him timothy oliphant Laurie yeah. Metcalf. I mean, come on, killer. I think I think we said before we watched this one. I was like, oh, I wish it was Scream Two. Yeah, I do wish it was Scream Two. I wish it was any other movie. any other Scream really any other film. <laughs> um, uh, and then Scream Three. Now they're in Hollywood. Yes, they're making the third movie based on. The Scream, the Scream franchise. Story. The Woodsboro Murders. The Woodsboro Murders. It's a mess. It's a mess. Someone starts killing people associated with the movie. Yeah. Um, so that's the premise of this. And then all your friends from the first couple come back. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they it's like, try to solve it like Scooby-Doo or something. Right. So it's But it starts with... And this is true of all the Scream movies. It starts with some, some murder, yeah. right? Some like crazy murder. Yeah. Um, in the first one, it's Drew Barrymore. Great. Thumbs up. Amazing. Yeah. In the second one, I can't remember who it's it is. It's Jada Pinkett. Yes. The movies and... Omar Epps. Omar Epps. There we go. Oh, and yeah. He gets... He's like listening on the, yeah. the bathroom stall. <gasps> and they're so yelling at the movie. Yes. And then they go... And then he gets killed because in the bathroom stall. Because racism. Um... <laughs> uh... And then in the third one... So, the, so, okay. So, I would say... And feel free to disagree. Okay. Don't worry, I will. That the first one Uh and the second one, those openings, incredible. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, unforgettable. Right. Well, because you've got the first one where where it's this huge surprise. And we talked about this with Psycho, uh, Psycho, where it's this huge surprise. You're thinking Drew Barrymore's in this movie. She's in this movie the whole time. No, she's not. She's dead within the first 10 minutes. She's on the poster, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So it's like this huge thing. You're like, whoa. The second one it's just, it's done so well. Like, I yeah. don't think, I don't necessarily think that, like, Jada Pinkett Smith and Omar Epps have that same pull where you think, although I, no. I'm pretty sure that, I'm sure that they were featured on the the they, poster. Yeah, they and, were. You know, and they were 
really good, good yeah, actors and, they're, and big stars. And exactly, stuff. Yeah. exactly. But the thing that's really cool about that one is it's just so well done. I mean, first of all, the, the stabbing in the bathroom is really great. Um, although probably like physically impossible, but it's fine. We'll let it go. Um, but, uh, and she like, she's been stabbed They're They're watching the movie. They're at the movies watching stab and she gets stabbed and no one realizes that yeah. she's actually bleeding out. And you're seeing the scene from yeah. the beginning of the first movie with Heather Graham as the Drew Barrymore character. Yes. It's just like it's really so well done meta. and fun to watch. Yes. It's so well done. This one, the this first one is the first, nothing. The first kill is Cotton Weary. Who's like the guy who was put in jail for Sydney's mother's murder. But then it turned out he didn't really kill her. It was this whole thing. It's like, was Cotton even in the second one? Yeah, he's, he's big in the second one. He's okay. In the first one, it's Liev Schreiber, and yeah. I actually give them a lot of credit because in the first one, he's literally featured in one shot yeah. on a TV screen, has no lines, so yeah. it's just like pretty much an extra in yeah. the first one. And then it's Liev Schreiber, and in the second one, he's like a big part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and remember, then, yeah. And now in the third one, he's the first kill, but that scene, regardless of like who it is, yeah. that's it's just It's nothing. not good. Like, it's yeah. just a guy chasing him around a house yeah it's not it doesn't have any of that interesting like iconic no and i kind of told myself i would stop you saying the word iconic but it's a great word though i know but i say it we do say it a lot sorry but the okay i will i i believe the first scene of the first scream has earned the word iconic i agree and i believe that the first scene of scream three has not (laughs) <laughs> not at all. The only so the the only thing that we're sort of introduced to in the first scene that's remotely interesting is that the killer has upped their game. Now instead of just having the voice box that masks their voice, they can imitate apparently anyone's voice. I hated and that. And they never explain how or why. He has a little metal box. <laughs> yes. It, it's that just has garbage. everyone's voice, which is not even technology that we can do now. Yeah, right. So like, what? Yeah. Um, garbage. Yeah, garbage. Um, I'm sorry. I uh, like. I really don't like this movie. And I, you know what? <laughs> I'm right there with you. Uh, so there's that. But uh, but yeah, this movie. The thing about this movie that is it. Wait, did Wes Craven direct the other ones? Mm-hmm. He directed he all did? of them. Did someone else write it? Yeah, because someone the, else wrote this one. Kevin the, Williamson wrote the first two right. and the fourth one, and someone else wrote this one. It's but even even so, the thing because the thing about this third one is that it's try. It feels like it's a it's trying to be super camp, and it's failing at every single turn. Mm-hmm. It is in a different trilogy. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Um, which is funny because I also say that about Parker Posey. Parker Posey is incredible in this movie. Yeah. She's in a different film. Yeah, she's great. She's the best part of this movie. <laughs> she absolutely, like the scene with her and the tick, who's, I don't Patrick know the actor's Warburton. name. Yeah. Thank you. He's great. Um, where he like picks her up and yeah. she, it's so good and so funny. They're in a different movie. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> There's a lot of elements in here that are used poorly. Yes. Um, but yeah, so then, so then they're in LA. They're making the thing. Mm-hmm. I the movie is so hung on David Arquette and Courtney Cox. Yeah, who are like great, but not the not the piece of the movie that you are like. Oh, I want to see a whole movie about them. Yeah, but you know what I read is that at the time, 
uh, Nev Campbell was shooting Party of Five and another movie. Mm-hmm. So they only had 20 days with her, oh, okay. which is why it features the other two so heavily. I could shoot a better movie in 20 days. Absolutely. I was going to say, like, the trivia was like, so they only had 20 days. And I was like, only had 20 right. days. <laughs> Nev Campbell, by the way, great. Always great. Always great. And, yeah. And you see her in this movie and she and she's like really fucking going for it acting wise. Yeah. And she always does and is great. Yeah. And you're like, ah, I'm sorry. I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry this failed you. And I don't, and the thing is, I don't hang it. I don't necessarily, like, you don't, there's no one to hang it on who, mm-hmm. why this movie's not good. It's just right. like, they tried again and they just, it's it just a misfire. Failed. It just failed. And I love the other movies so much that I don't even feel bad saying this movie sucks so badly that I'm right. like, because I like love all those movies. Right. So. But, but also, yeah, exactly. That's, I want it. I want to know whose fault it is because <laughs> no, seriously, all three of the other movies su- success, even the fourth one, which by all accounts should not have been good. It happens Years after anyone gives a shit about the screen movies, yeah, no reason to exist. There's and 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 all of all of the actors are older. All of them have different careers now, mm-hmm. and by all accounts, it should be awful. And it's so good and so faithful to the first two, mm-hmm. feelings wise, yeah. right? So what happened with this third one? Right. Because it goes completely awry. It feels weirdly camp and not like not fun. Not fun. There's a there's a one of the deaths is an explosion which like oh yeah no it's like a that's diehard explosion you're like but you're like breaking all of the rules of scream the whole fucking point is is a dude in a mask with a fucking knife yeah that's it that's it right so like what is this explosion thing like the it's movie's, so stupid the movie's also and I think this is actually interesting to talk about the movie's also so interested in the backstory yes. of. Nev Campbell's mother, who is like a, you know, which is like, that's kind of something that happens in the first movie. And it's like, it, you know, that thread is through all of them mm-hmm. is that her mother cheated on her father or something. Yeah. And it became a big scandal in the town. But in this one, and this actually like, in a, is maybe one of the most interesting things about the movie mm-hmm. is that in this one, she, so she, there's a backstory where she went to Hollywood and she got abused by the producer who's now producing Stab 3. Yeah. And spoiler for who the killer is in this one, because every movie has a different killer. Right. So then she conceived a child who is now older and is the director of Stab 3. And the right. Stab 3 director is the ghost face killer in this movie. Mm-hmm. That's the spoiler. Mm-hmm. But I don't care about any of that. I don't, I don't care. care about any of it. Well, but oh, just real quick, just let me finish. The movie, this movie, is a Miramax Dimension Films movie <laughs> produced by the Weinstein brothers, produced yeah. by Harvey Weinstein. I would say Scream is one of the like jewels in his crown. Right. And it is about, it, the whole thing is set off by a woman being abused in a casting couch situation. Mm-hmm. And by the producer who's played by Lance Henriksen, who's like a Harvey Weinstein figure pretty much uh-huh. in this movie and is killed. But in a weird, so in a weird way, you're like, well, that's weird. That's like a, a, an omen or like he's right. confessing in this movie. Right. But also it's weirdly like soft on that stuff. Mm-hmm. It doesn't actually, he has a whole speech where he's like, well, she knew what she was getting into. That's what this town's about. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, Prove the other case. Right. Where like, it doesn't say like. Where that's fucking bullshit. Right. Of course yeah. that's bullshit. And I think that the movie, obviously, if you asked 
the people, I'm sorry, I'm just rambling. No, you're fine. But if you ask the people who made it, obviously they'd be like, well, he's a bad guy. I mean, obviously I'm not like, we're not saying he's not bad. And right. Like, yeah. But he, the movie doesn't focus on him. And doesn't focus on him. Doesn't he's focus not, on what he, happened to her. Yeah. He doesn't end up being the killer. He ends up being killed by, he ends up, he's a, he's a victim in the end. He's exactly, he's a victim. He's victimized. He's like, oh, you know, please. And the guy's like, no, I'll kill you. Cause yeah. I'm a psycho. Right. For no, yes. So here's another thing. So so Scream Three is the first of the Scream movies. There's only one killer. Yeah, that's which is true. Stupid because again, there should have been the like whole five killers. right. The, well, but the whole point of the Scream movies is that you're while you're watching them and watching all of these deaths happen, you're like, this doesn't make any sense. There's no possible way for one person to do this. And they talk about like the superhumanness of the killer and blah, blah, blah. But it, in the first two, at least it turns out it's because there's two of them mm-hmm. and that's how they are superhuman. And then the third one, it's like, no, he's just superhuman. Yeah. No, get the fuck out of here. Right. Um, also the, the, the killer, the re- the backstory for the killer is so fucking stupid. I'm sorry. You whiny little motherfucker that you went to, what is it? Woodsboro, Connecticut. California, I think. Okay, whatever. You went to Woodsboro because you, like, I'm sorry that you have mommy issues. Yeah, right. But you grew up in LA. You're like a big time director now. Right, he has a career. You literally have everything you could possibly want, and you're still mad? That is some white boy shit if ever I heard it. Okay? (laughs) Please be gone. Like, I do not care. Because that was the thing about the other killers is that, like, not that you necessarily feel bad for them, but their the their reasoning behind the the killing was really good. Even like Matthew Lillard, where it was just like uh, literally Matthew just Lillard. like, well, it's my buddy, it's my bro. Yeah, Matthew Lillard, <laughs> that performance, Matthew Lillard in Scream, I love Scream. Incredible. Everybody does a great job. Matthew Lillard, that performance, one of my favorite things that has ever Incredible. been. You know what I read? I, I read so good. There was a there was a point for Scream Three where they were gonna bring him back. <gasps> they were gonna. I know, right? Can you imagine? I know. <laughs> I'm such a. I'm a big Lillard head. Yeah, you're you're a Lillard head. I'm big. I'm, a, I'm here a, for the Lillardissance. Oh boy. <laughs> well, because he's he was in. I get no. Was, I get it. He was in Good Girls, Bad mm-hmm. Girls, Good Girls. Good girls. Good girls. And he was in Twin Peaks of Return, and he's just been in more things lately. I love it. I get it. Oh, I can't get enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I think there's a good version of this movie that could have existed. A movie where you are on set for a movie, mm-hmm. and it's the making of the movie, and you're like, there's a, there's a killer stalking the set. Yeah. Is a really cool idea. Yeah, sure. And I think that that, that could be really fun. Yeah. And this one is like... A movie about being in L.A. Right. Right. And it's like, there's no excuse. There's fucking no excuse. Because the first two movies were successful. Clearly, they have the budge for it. The cameos in this film are like, what? What? Jay and Silent Bob are there for some reason. The Jay and Silent Bob thing is humiliating. <laughs> I don't understand why Because he's in the Harvey Weinstein-iverse. I guess. That was, Kevin Smith was like making all his movies with Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. And Harvey Weinstein was like, you know what America loves? And he's, he was, I guess he was kind of right at the time. <laughs> Jay and Silent Bob. Jay and Silent Bob. Let's put him in uh, Scream 3 for a minute. And right. And it's, like, it's like someone holds up a newspaper and goes like, this was shot in September on September twentieth, nineteen ninety nine. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's yeah. so dating. Yeah, it's so dating. You've got Carrie Fisher. Yeah, the Carrie Fisher thing is cool. I mean, it's cool, but it's like, girl, what? You're better than this. What are you doing here? Yeah, but it was cool to see her. 
And she looked great. She did look great. We miss oh, her. Rip. <laughs> we miss her. We're her buddies, and we, we miss her. We do miss her. Legitimately miss her. It was nice to see her. I don't know what she was doing in this garbage fire of a movie. The other thing that mm. they do that is fucking so stupid. Uh-huh. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry how much I hate this movie. But it's because I love the other one so much. Don't apologize for your feelings. Well, I don't want to be negative. We're just yelling. We don't want to be negative. <laughs> We're just yelling this entire podcast. We are. I mean, only for half of it. The first half was lovely. Was lovely. And I don't want to be negative. But okay. here we are. But here we are. Um, is they bring Randy back. Ugh. Randy is Jamie Kennedy's character. Yeah. And he was great in the first one, great in the second one, gets killed in the second one. Yeah. They bring him back via a tape that he left with his sister. Played by Heather Matarazzo, who has like one line, is like, and they all go, they all, she walks down to the set of Stab 3. Yeah. And they all go, Martha, what are you doing here? They all pretend that we know that Randy had a sister. Yeah. And it's insulting. It's insulting. And that actress is great. And you didn't utilize her at all. Like, you got her. They just go, hey, it's Martha. And then she says, she hits play on a VHS tape of Jamie Kennedy talking. And he's giving tips for how to survive the third movie. It's like, he didn't, it doesn't make any sense. And also, so the thing about, um, so the thing about the first one <laughs> that is so good mm-hmm. is like the specificity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, we've watched horror movies. Here's the rules. Here are the rules. This yeah. one is like, you're in a trilogy and here's the rules for a trilogy. Godfather and Star Wars. Those are the only movies we've ever seen. <laughs> and it's like. Have you ever seen a horror movie? Like it's right. not But also the the rules for for a trilogy are there are no rules. Right. And they, anything can happen. Yeah, it's exactly. like well, we didn't need your VHS, did we? Right. Exactly. They keep saying like all bets are off and yeah. like shit like that. And it's like Oh yeah, cuz um uh Patrick Dempsey has that line <laughs> yeah. where he goes like the only thing I know about uh, the third movie in a franchise or whatever is yeah. like, all bets are off. All bets are off. It's like, ugh. What are you talking about? Okay. Are you talking about Friday the 13th Part 3? Sure. Like, what? Like, no, you're not. You're just saying words. Yeah. Lordy B. Um, I also, the the other thing that I, again, Nev Campbell, great. I really want her, I, I wrote down three movies and she hasn't improved her fighting skills. She's done this thing where she's like, Gone off the grid, right? She oh, lives yeah. in the mountains. She's got a dog. Although, like, the dog she has is a golden retriever. Like, babe, get, like, a German Shepherd, Doberman yeah, yeah. Pinscher, a Rottweiler, some sort of intimidating dog, right. not, like, a fucking puppy. Um, and she, her job is, like, working a crisis hotline where she uses a fake name. Um, and so, so she's gone off the grid. I need her to be, like, Lara Croft. Do you know right. what I mean? And yeah. she does like, like Sarah Connor in Terminator 2 right. or something. Right, exactly. And she does because she does this thing in every movie where there's a point at which she takes the power back, right? And she fights back and she really and she gets the killer. And it's great. But I'm over it by by Scream 3. I need to see you kick his ass. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And she just she fights him, but it's all very much the same. Yeah, it's all thing. the same. And then there's and like a weird moment where she like holds his hand like brother. And yeah. it's like no. There's no tension to it. And yeah. Um but yeah, that's the, sorry, that is the thing that actually really gets me is mm-hmm. that they is that they say all bets are off. They mm-hmm. keep saying like there are like you said there are no rules. All bets are off. Like things get crazy in the trilogy. And then they all survive. <laughs> everyone survives and everyone's fine in yeah. the end. 
No one who we care about dies. Yeah. And, like, it just it's, feels like such a lost, like, opportunity. Yeah. The whole movie does. Yeah. Um, oh, God. It just feels good to get it out, you know? I love that. I wrote, even the outtakes are bad. Because, y'all. Yeah. I got really excited. I was like, ooh, outtakes. There's you know I reel. love a gag reel. And they were bad. They looked bad. They weren't anything. It just looked like... David Arquette going off the fucking rails all yeah. the time and yeah. like not in a fun, funny way, but in a like, bro, are you okay? Yeah. Um, like it just was not good. It was not good. And it was very disappointing. Amazing that our relationship survived when it started. At With this. Three. I know. <sighs> we made it. We made it. We made it, babe. All right, guys. Uh, is that it? Is that it for Scream 3? I think, I think is. this is it for Scream 3. Like, I think it must be in general. Yeah, <laughs> I think you're right. I think we're done talking about it. I think we're done owning it. I feel like this is not a competition. I think you're right. Goodbye, Scream even though 3. Scream 3 is part of a box set. I feel okay. Yeah, I feel okay. I feel okay not only getting rid of something to like, 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 uh, breaking up a set and also keeping something that's not part of a set. <laughs> It's wow. still so weird that we don't have the first and second one. We just one. slot Paranormal Activity 3 into the Scream <gasps> into franchise. The sc- oh my god, perfect. Does it make any sense? Definitely no. not. Does it make more sense than Scream 3? Yeah. I believe it does. Mm-hmm. All right, peace out, Scream 3. You suck. <laughs> you were bad. All right. Love the other Screams. Love the other If you're screams. listening, Screams. Yeah, big fans. We love the two, one, two, and four. Yeah. Okay, let's pick our next... Showdown. Hey Siri. Hmm? Pick a number between 1 and 209. A random number between 1 and 209 is 103. 103. Oh, 103. I'm so excited. Oh. From 1959. Uh-huh. House on Haunted Hill. <gasps> I've never seen it! I know. And I've wanted I've wanted to watch it with you for many years, and I I'm very excited. All right. Let's do it. Ooh, I'm scared. (laughs) I'm scared. All right. Let's see what's going up against it. Hey, Siri. Hmm? Pick a number between 1 and 209. A random number between 1 and 209 is 18. From 2005, starring Ryan Reynolds, Hmm? the Amityville Horror. (laughs) Oh, interesting. 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 House on Haunted Hill versus, versus Amityville. Amityville Horror. Two haunted house movies. Right, but they're not, it's not the same story, right? House no, on Haunted it's not. Hill isn't the, because Amityville is like a story that's been done a bunch, right? Yeah, and it's, it's supposedly a true story. Right, exactly. So, and House on Haunted Hill is definitely not that. Okay. Okay. I love it. I love it. Wow. I'm excited. I'm excited. Cool. Great. Um, thank you guys so much for listening, especially if you got this far, um, (laughs) you can find us everywhere at DVD deathmatch. We're on the Instagram. We're on the Twitter. We're on the Gmail. Um, please, uh, interact with us. We love that shit. Can't get enough of it. Leave a review. We need validation from our peers. Um, yeah. Leave a review. Rate us. Do all that stuff. It helps bump us up so that um, other people can find our podcast. And we would love that because we are attention whores. What's totally. up? Um, cool. Great. This is a fun one. Yeah. Come on back next week for the penultimate 
spooky season deathmatch episode. The penultimate spooky season deathmatch episode. That's yes. right. And see who survives. DVD deathmatch. Right? That's the, like, scary movie Yeah, thing. something. And it's Friday 13th, something like that. Right. <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, bye. Well, and I thought it was really cool with this one. Paranormal Activity 3. Oh, I don't need to say the title again. Okay. I thought it was really cool with this one. Um, What's be- it called? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. This one when you say this one, I'm not sure what the referent of the pronoun is. I don't know is. why I did that. <laughs>